Well, on this morning, we begin a special worship series and stewardship generosity campaign, All In. Repeat after me, All In. Over the next four weeks, we will consider what it means to live as disciples of Christ that go all in. The question for us disciples of Jesus Christ is this. Are we going to play it safe and avoid making changes in our lives or go all in? You're paying attention. John 3.16 tells us that God's love is all in. I will tell you what just happened. I just lost my sermon, but guess what? I'm still all in. (laughs) It just disappeared. So when we look at John 3.16, what we see is God's love that is all in for God's world. Because as Becky, Minister of Families, Becky Baker shared with us, God so loved the that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves the world. God's love is an all-in kind of love for the world. And so as we look at this particular series called all in, what we discover as disciples of Jesus Christ is that in order for us to be all in, it will require us to practice a spiritual discipline called risk. Repeat after me, risk. I don't know about you, but my middle name is security and safety. I don't like risk. Is there anyone who's a part of that club? Let's be honest. But what we know is that in order for us to be the disciples who Jesus Christ are calling us to be, in order for us to have a close relationship with God through Jesus Christ, we must practice spiritual disciplines, right? And we cannot choose which discipline we want to practice or not. All of the spiritual disciplines are important for us if we want to have this close relationship with God so that we will know how to live out that relationship through Jesus Christ within our families, at school, at church, and within the world. And one spiritual discipline is the discipline of risk. Dr. Cameron uh, Gongwer is here. He's going to help me because I don't want to mess up the title of Dr. Brandon Cook's book, which is Living, Learning to Live and Love Like Jesus Christ. Oh, great. Mitchell has it right here. Thank you, Mitchell. This is not planned. So this is the book that the TNT class is studying right now, Learning to Live and Love Like Jesus by Brandon Cook. Thank you, Mitchell. And in this particular book, um, Dr. Cook talks about this spiritual discipline called risk. Now, I had a list of 12 things to mention to you today. Uh, We'll put them in the beacon for this week. But I want to share with you the highlights of what it means to practice the spiritual discipline of risk. 
The first thing is that it means that we will have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, an openness, an open and intimate relationship with him, not a sporadic one, not a 911 kind of a relationship whereby we only reach out to God when we're in a crisis. No, when we practice the spiritual discipline of risk, it means that we will have a relationship with God that is open and ongoing. The second thing that it tells us, and I marked my chapters. I don't think I can find it in this book. Um, I won't try because you have plans for lunch today. (laughs) So for those of you who did not hear that comment from my staff person who supports me so well, she said we could fast. But then someone else said, next week. (laughs) But the other thing that he reminds us of is if we are to practice this discipline of risk, we must be concerned about the whole person. Not only be concerned about the spiritual needs of individuals, not only be concerned about the physical needs of individuals, not only be concerned about the emotional needs of individuals, not only be concerned about the social needs of individuals, we are to be concerned about the whole individual. There are some churches that are only concerned about the spiritual needs. They'll talk about salvation of the soul, but they care nothing about the physical conditions that those individuals are living in. And then there are some individuals, Brandon Cook states, who are concerned about the physical needs that people are living in, poverty, but they're not concerned about the spiritual needs of the individual. He reminds us that when we practice the spiritual discipline of risk, we will be concerned about the entire person. That is why on today, as we gather to worship, yes, we talk about the fact that in our community, there are people who do need to be tested for lead poisoning. Because we know that if our children experience lead poisoning, it will impact their intellectual well-being. And guess what? One day they're going to grow up and they're going to service you. They're going to service me, right? So we want to be concerned about the whole person. That's why it's not enough. Watch this. It's not enough that we have a community-wide trunk or treat. We want to make sure that we gather as much information about the people who will come in a non-threatening way so that we can invite them to the worship experiences that we offer so that they can learn more about Jesus Christ. We want to have that database so that we can invite them to the new Sunday school classes that we offer so that they can grow up. Well, first of all, so that they can be introduced to Jesus Christ and then that they can grow up and become his followers. Yes, Brandon Cook says, if we are going to practice this this, um, spiritual disciplines of risk, we're going to make sure we are focusing on having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ that is not sporadic, 
but is ongoing. We will make sure that we are concerned about the entire individual. We will be concerned about sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with those who do not know that the awesome, loving God sent a living Savior to die for a world that does not know him. We're going to be concerned about evangelism. That means we're going to be concerned about going outside of the four walls of this community. I'm so thankful for the door knockers for next week because guess what? For some of you, this will be the first time you will actually stand on the porch of a neighbor who you may not know. Now watch this. When that door opens, don't panic. Don't fret. Just say, hi, I'm your neighbor. To be all in means that we no longer play it safe, Evangel Heights United Methodist Church, as individuals or even as a congregation. To be all in means that we are concerned about those who do not know Jesus Christ yet. We make ourselves available so that we can share with them our relationship with him. When you look at the gospel lesson, the second gospel lesson on uh, that was read and in your hearing today, we get a glimpse of what all in looks like. You know the story very well. I want you to pick out, though, two points. After Jesus has taught the crowds, he then says to Simon, James, and John, go fishing. And these are people who have labored all night long. And Peter, in essence, tells them that. Look at the text. Look at the scripture. He tells them that. But Peter is obedient. And uh, thank you so very much. Verse 5, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, (laughs) I will let down the nets. First of all, let's be real clear. When I look at this text, what does it mean to be all in? What does it mean to practice the spiritual discipline of risk? The first and foremost thing is pay attention to what Jesus Christ says. That's the first thing. And secondly, notice what Christ spoke, and after Peter was obedient, and after Peter and his partners caught all of that fish, Peter bowed down in repentance, right? In other words, Peter recognized that he was standing in the presence of the awesome living God through Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you, when you stand in his presence, you don't stand toe-to-toe with Jesus. You bow down in reverence. And, And not only that, but when we find ourselves in the presence of Jesus Christ, we cannot help but see our true selves, and that will always lead to repentance, beloved, not to excuses, but to repentance, to be all in, to practice the spiritual discipline of risk. One, I'm going to pay attention to whatever Jesus Christ says. And number two, I'm going to recognize that I must be in a state of awe, and also I must pay attention to the sins that I need to repent of. We don't like to repent. We like to excuse. But we must repent. And then as I look at this particular text, I notice that Jesus says, now you caught fish today, 
but I, I'm going to make you a catcher of men and women. It's interesting because um, in the uh, Septuagint or the Greek version of the Hebrew, Hebrew Bible, that word catch, it, it doesn't mean like catching fish. It means to rescue men and women from death. Um, I, I had a quote by the uh, seminary professor, John Drury, but I can't quote it to you today because I can't pull up my sermon. But what he talked about was the need for us to allow men and women to go after men and women who are being persecuted. So, so when Jesus says, go and make disciples, it's not an option for us. There are men and women who are in need of the life-giving life that Jesus Christ has to offer. So we look at this text, and then finally I would say to you, and this to me is the most exciting part. I saw Jill earlier today, and she asked, how are you? And I said, I could dance down the aisle. I could run down the aisle, but I won't. I won't. When I look at this text, the final thing that it says to us, for those of us who are all in and who are practicing the spiritual disciplines of risk, is that we'll follow Jesus wherever. Look at the text. The disciples said, the disciples left everything to follow Jesus. Did they know where they were going? No. Did they know the encounters that they would experience? Nope. So what was it? When we are in the presence of Jesus Christ, when we accept him into our lives as Savior and Lord, we discover this, the fullness of life that nothing and no one else can offer to us. I'm able to experience being my full self. Nothing else. Nothing else. No one else can offer me that. Nothing else. No one else can offer you the experience of experiencing your full self. Well, here's the question for us today. Are we all in? Are we willing to take the risk? Now, I'll tell you something about risk. And for those of you who have been disciples for some time, um, you could check me on this. Whenever Jesus Christ calls his followers to take a risk, and we do. Our faith grows, our faith is strengthened, our faith is more fortified. Our faith doesn't grow by our playing it safe. Our faith doesn't grow by standing on the sidelines as life goes by. Our faith grows 
by our following Jesus Christ, and when he calls us to take a risk, we say, yes. Well, I don't know about you, but I've decided to be all in. What about you? Yeah. Are you all in? Now, see, I know something about public gatherings. <laughs> My neighbor's clapping, I'll clap too. My neighbor's speaking, I'll speak too. And yet, I'm thankful for the clapping. I'm thankful for the verbal response. Because as a community of faith, we're saying, We're all in. Yes. Now, I'm going to ask you to do something. While our musician plays, I'm not going to ask you to sing. For those of you who may want to come to the altar and join Pastor Michelle, because, because what I know is that and, and I'll just tell you, you'll have to be prayerful for me right now because um, I'm being called to take a risk. And I've been in prayer, and I'm listening. I'm being called to take a risk. So I'm going to be at the altar this morning, and for those of you who, who would like to join me, not for my sake, but for your sake, if, if you would like to come to the altar and just pray, Lord, help me to say yeah then I invite you to do that as our musician plays.
Let us pray. Loving Lord, we profess that we're all in. That can be scary, the unknown. But what we know is that even as you call us, you are with us. And you will empower us to follow you. We give you thanks for your word that provides us with examples of how you have been faithful throughout generations and millennia to those who have said yes, to those who have taken risk as followers of Jesus Christ. And so in the assurance of knowing that you are with us, in the assurance of knowing that your Holy Spirit will empower us, we declare and proclaim today, yes, we're all in. Yes, we will take the risk. In Jesus Christ's holy name, amen.